Hello beautiful people. Um, thank you so much for clicking onto this episode and coming back. Um, it's a really hard thing um, for me to sit down and record these because I really wish you were here um, to have this conversation with me. Um, talking into the void is not comfortable, um, but I'm really, really lucky to to be able to to be able to sit here and share with you um, things that you have shared with me. Actually, these are these are themes that I'm talking about that have come up in my sessions with third culture kids, um, that have come up in my own life um, as well. And um, I know I'm not alone in these ponderings. So. As much as I am here talking into the void, I know you're there (laughs) and I appreciate you. Um, Before I hit the record button, I I did what I often do. I sit down and I I, I start to write a few notes, get a sense of of a structure around the issue. And um, I started getting a stomachache, which for many of us, is just a little cue from our bodies that we're uncomfortable. So I thought, I'm going to psych myself out of this topic, so just hit record and go. Um, The topic I want to talk about today is belonging. And the reason this feels really tense for me to talk about is because there's so much grief. There's so much grief Um, third culture kids carry around belonging there's so many tender bruised places that we carry in our stories around belonging and I'm really really desirous that this conversation I have with you today acknowledges and honours those bruises at the same time as um Having the courage, I suppose, I want to have the courage to share the the other chapter of, of this experience for me, and, and that is of, of getting belonging. And it's interesting to me how for so long the not belonging was such a strong part of my identity um, that I almost feel this internal resistance to talking about achieving belonging. But there is a particular pathway to that that I have walked and I suppose it feels vulnerable. It feels vulnerable to share that with you. Um, But that's the point of these, right? Vulnerability, intimacy. I'm here. You're here. Let's go. So where I usually hear the conversation around belonging is the agony that I know myself so well of not feeling like there is a place for us, not feeling like there is a place to belong. For many third culture kids, this agony hits particularly at the point of repatriation, at the point of, in inverted commas, return to the passport country. Um, 
perhaps because of evacuation or the end of assignment or or um, sort of the family retiring in a sense from life abroad and a full encounter is made with the passport country in a way that is so much more permanent and so demanding of the, the TCK. My particular relationship with not belonging started before that point. I was of the kind of third culture kid that didn't feel a sense of belonging whilst abroad either. Now, I share this because I'm sure I'm not alone with this either, but it's it's a variance in the narrative, right? Um, where all things good whilst TCK and then all things tricky on repatriation. And I want to kind of mess with that model a bit because I know there's more varieties of experience out there like mine. And perhaps because of the community that I grew up in, um, perhaps because I carried a really strong awareness that I wasn't going to stay. And I think this is peculiar to the TCK experience as opposed to maybe other migratory experiences that for many of us, most of us, we grow up knowing we're not staying. For me, this was very, very clear. And that, I think, put a wedge um, between me and feeling a sense of belonging in my host country or countries. But also in terms of my sense of social community, um, I was a bit different, I suppose. Um, I had a sense of not being quite the right shape for my community abroad either. Um, for me, this was the missionary community, the missionary organisation, and I didn't quite fit. Partly this is due to nationality. It was a an American dominant culture, and I'm English. Um, and partly this was because of my family culture. And partly this, I think, is because of the way my brain works. Um, and so in terms of trying to figure out what belonging meant or what it felt like, oh, I'm getting emotional. I didn't know anywhere, anywhere. And I hear this reflected to me in some of your stories that are so precious and you're so generous in sharing with me in sessions where, for example, this shows up around language, where there is no mother tongue, where there is no sense of origin. And I certainly had this around belonging. So to even define what it would feel like if I got it was complicated. Um, it's in the word, right? Longing. We long to belong and we long for this with a deep belly ache that hurts and it can feel so lonely and yet so many of us experience this we are not alone 
I don't belong anywhere is the cry that I hear most poignantly. And it feels like a kind of code for nobody wants me. Nobody wants me. Something that I hear observed a lot as people reflect on their stories is that there's often a particular, and this is not for everybody's story, but there is often a particular expatriate community culture that is sort of structurally welcoming, if that makes sense. There are kind of welcoming committees and potlucks and um, buddy systems and um, a kind of conscious, almost policy-driven inclusion that, that many, again, not all TCKs experience. And then when we enter our passport countries, there's just no equivalent for that. So that sense of not being wanted is driven partly because there's a whole different culture around how people communicate that they like our presence. Um, But fundamentally, underneath all of that, is that the focus here with belonging is, am I accepted by the other? Am I wanted by the other? And I'm saying other with a kind of capital... Oh, here because that's where the power feels like it lies we get to belong when they whoever they might be tell us we belong and this is complicated because what does that look like does that look like being invited to the events does that look like um, being invited onto teams or groups what does it how do we know Through my research on third culture kids, I was deliberate about exploring both identity and belonging, but also relationship to place, because I had a hunch that we were underestimating the role of place in belonging. And I I hear this too, that belonging is knowing how the public transport system works. Belonging is knowing the language. Belonging is a sense of having the right accent and knowing where to get what food. Belonging is knowing what events are even happening around you, what the public holidays are, what the cultural expectations are. How do people meet people? What's the work culture like? What does work-life balance? I could go on and on. What are the gender expectations? Belonging happens when we have a sense of the ground on which we stand. When we've got our sea legs, as it were, we feel able to orient and function in a really tangible, practical way. Um, So you have this kind of two-pronged experience around belonging where it is about um, an emotional sense of acceptance, but it's also this kind of lived experience of an environment that says, I know how this works, I look like I'm from here. And actually, as I'm saying that, I'm reflecting that these two different experiences of belonging can really collide for us as third culture kids, because if we didn't want to be in this environment, if we never asked to come, again, inverted commas, home, or we're finding the culture unpleasant, frankly, um, that's around us, we don't want to get comfortable in it. 
there might be a sense of resistance to that. So we, we can end up working against our own sense of need for familiarity here. As a form of resistance, we don't want to belong here. And that's really the thrust of what I wanted to share with you today, that it has been such a familiar experience for so many of us to not belong, that it can, it can really hem us in, in our lives. That sense of nobody wanting me. And a lot of the work that I've done in my own story and that I, I do with third culture kids every day is asking the question, who do you want? You know, when we have that sense of they don't want me, do you want them? Why do you want them? What do you admire about them? What do you want to emulate? What do you want to learn more about them? We've often become so attuned to the other's gaze on us that this deep, complicated work about what our own preferences, our own desires, our own instincts, our own... Um, comfort levels actually is is really unfamiliar really unfamiliar but fundamentally I'm noticing my tummy ache ease slightly but this oh this is hard this is hard work because what I believe is is that for us to stand any chance of feeling a sense of belonging we have to have a sense of ourselves we have to have a sense of the us that is wanting to connect with the them. Not just because it increases our sense of understanding about why connections are happening. It kind of takes away or at least equalizes the power dynamic. I want you and you want me. But it also sort of clarifies how to put ourselves into situations that give us a much better opportunity to actually feel belonging in a way that's meaningful to us. I remember when my daughter was young, feeling so alien with the other mum community groups just feeling like the only thing we had in common was having a child of around the same age and just so lonely within that and really thrown back to a lot of early childhood experiences of feeling like the new kid in the playground except this time I was 30 <laughs> and oh it was a horrible feeling When I was trying to belong because we had children of the same age, it just felt like wading through molasses. It was slow. It was clunky. I didn't get how it worked. The more I've been able to sink into my own variances of identity, actually, that I like to craft 
um, that I like certain books, that I like certain social experiences, um, that I have a certain sense of humour, that I'm into certain films or music. These have given me so many more avenues to seek out places to connect to people where the me and the them are already on the same page. But, and I'm almost embarrassed by this, but I know, again, I think you'll understand this, how hard it is to know yourself as an individual, as a person with facets. And then harder again to validate and honour those different facets as, as significant or mattering. Our identities have often been the kid from Borneo or the kid from um, Niger in my case or um, the kid with the American accent. You know, they've not been personal identities. They're circumstantial. Bringing our identity down into the personal becomes, certainly in my experience, the way in which we best connect to other people. But there is this other piece about belonging I wanted to talk about, and I think I've talked about it before, but I'm going to say it here again because it feels relevant. I am increasingly convinced that belonging is what happens when we decide we belong. I don't know if um, any of you listening have seen the Finding Nemo film. There's a scene where there's a bunch of seagulls and the voiceover for the seagulls is just mine, 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 mine. And they just do this for a good few seconds. I think they're fighting over trying to eat one of the other characters. And it's comedic and made me properly laugh because I am a child at heart. Um, but it's that it's that sense of mine. I get to belong to this place because mine. I've decided it's mine. I've decided that there are qualities and characteristics about this place, this group, this person that I identify with, that I have an affinity for, that I want to belong to. And where I can see our identities and persons compatible. I'm very familiar with that feeling of walking into a cafe or a bar or a restaurant and kind of having a sense of, oh Lord, I feel all out of place. This is a new environment. What a difference it makes if there's something about that place that I already resonate with. Perhaps there's media on the wall that's familiar to me or there's a anime theme or there's um, a, a cat um, you know sunning itself by one of the tables something that I can go oh I'm that I'm not a cat but I have a cat <laughs> um, something that I can say oh here we are this is where we connect. This is where I am this person and you are that person or you. this place is this kind of pl place. Mine. This is my place. I get to take up space here. I get to own space here. 
And so we flip that, I don't belong anywhere because nobody wants me, into a, I belong here because I want to be here. And because I see where I make sense here. Oh, that hit me. I make sense here. Because that's what all of this story exploration work is about. For me, is making sense. If we can join the dots between our chapters, between our past and our present, we can make sense of our stories. We can understand ourselves. And if we can do that, we can decide where we make sense in the world as well. And choose where we connect. And take space. And belong. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you next time.